Professional Perspective Business Summit podcast is sponsored by Six Connections. Tony, did you know that you're connected to anyone on the planet in six conversations? Yes. Yes, I did. Six degrees of separation or the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's anyone involved in the Hollywood film industry can be linked to Kevin Bacon within six steps and Microsoft even worked it out. <laughs> really? <laughs> Do you know, listen to this, Do you know how many connections I am aware from David Beckham? <laughs> uh, no. Well, I'm two. Okay. It's only two. How, how two? Through, You're only two away? Yeah, through Dave Scholes and then Chris Casper and then David Beckham. Who would you like to have a conversation with, Laura? Can you think of anyone? Ooh, there's quite a few people. But one person that speaks to mind is Holly Willoughby. Because I feel like she's a celebrity, but not too famous. That she's unattainable. And I really want to be on the, mo- on the show that she's on. I wonder how, connections, how many connections you are from Holly Willoughby. If you can reach them, you can help them. That's how we save the world. Separation sounds negative. Connections sounds positive. Six connections. Got it. So whoever we are, I suppose we all go through challenges in life. Some conversations are really tough, but six connections helps to make them easier. Real conversations around mental health in actual normal places. So in the pub, on a night out or at the football, in the good times, as well as the not so good. It's really important to have a conversation before the crisis and be powered by mates. How is this actually done, Laura? Well, I will tell you. Please. It's done through a series of training sessions for organisations, mainly around the north of England at the moment, but world domination is on the cards. Mm. Whether that's in a corporate space, in the education sector, or a grassroots sport, etc., etc. Plus, there's a range of products associated with that conversation. They're northern, so obviously they included brews, biscuits, and beer. You like beer and brews and biscuits, don't you, Tony? I do, I do. But not just any beer. This is the clever bit. A QR code on the side of each beer and each product leads to the Six Connections website of mental health support and help. So support not just for the people needing a helping hand, but for the mate wanting to help but not sure how to start the conversation or where the backup is. Aw, what can I do to help? Thank you, Laura. That's a nice question. Six Connections wants to partner with like-minded people with their products or your products making a difference in your local community and further afield. The message is more effective the bigger it goes. You're making a difference to people's lives just by doing what you do best. This will be amazing publicity whilst making a real impact. You've been supporting Six Connections and the team, haven't you, Laura? Oh, yeah. We, I love the team at Six Connections. Uh, but we started with the, the 365 Thank Brews, mm. which are the coffee bags, and we use Six Connections for them. Um, so we send them out within the team. We send them to customers, suppliers, as a positive initiative to encourage people to stop and take the time for themselves to have a chat. Each coffee bag provides a direct link to the Six Connections website for our help and support. What do you do, Tony? Uh, nothing. No. No. (laughs) Christmas Connections Beer, so we produce a range of white label beers for businesses with the magical QR code on that links to the website of support around Christmas time. Mm, Why don't you have six conversations? What do you mean? Well, what if every listener had a conversation with six mates around mental health, Ah. even if it was just to say, we're doing okay right now, but if we aren't, I'll be here for you. There's a song in there somewhere. Mm. And will you be here for me? Conversation before the crisis is how we save the world. It's how resilience works. Hashtag powered by mates. For more information, please check out the website. It's sixconnections.co.uk or check out the socials, which is at powered by mates. Welcome back 
to a fresh perspective on business podcast. Uh, my name is Tony Greenwood. I'm 38 from Chorley. I'm here with my great friend Laura Leyland. Here she is. She's going to say hello right now. Also 38 from Chorley. Sensational. Uh, hi. We are back in the Creative Individual Studio in Chorley. Also, who, if you didn't know, are award-winning and also create powerful digital content. Very powerful. Yes. It's a it's a Friday morning. The weather is bright and cheery. And uh, we are recording. I feel really calm. I feel like podcast. being really calm. Uh, I am calm. Um, a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast is a spin-off from my great friend Laura's business here. And now she's going to tell you all about Fresh Perspective. Oh, okay. Well, that's a surprise. Yes. But I can easily do this. Do, please. Um, Fresh Perspective is a recruitment business with a twist on the traditional. Instead of being an external agency, we bolt onto businesses operating as if we are an internal recruitment team. But we, instead of being employed, we are an outsourced version. So you're only... Use us when you need us. You don't have to pay us all year round if you like. If you employed someone, and we help with anything in the recruitment arena: finding, attracting, screening, and hiring candidates, interviews, strategy, processes, onboarding, retention. <sighs> you name it, we do it. That's a lot of stuff. So for new people, that is what we. That is what I say. What we do. My, uh, I'm not directly. Um, well, He's an honorary freshie. I am head of broadcasting and entertainment at Fresh Perspective Resources. I can outsource Resources. head yeah. of broadcasting. That's exactly right. And uh, I come to sprinkle some cheer and joy and childishness. You uh, sound like Father Christmas. Across the business. <laughs> sprinkle joy and cheer. Um, we're sporting some very, very nice uh, Fresh Perspective oh, merchandise today. Laura's powered by kindness. And my t-shirt says, don't be a, um, a donk. Um, don't be a duck. Don't be a duck, which I think is good advice in any walk of life. I think they both go together. Powered by no kindness, kindness, don't, don't be, be a d- duck. Yeah. duck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is my favourite part of the week. And um, we always like to have a European twist at the beginning of the podcast. Mediterranean. Mediterranean, not Mediterranean is in Europe, isn't it? Yes. This is episode 118 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. But Laura, please tell me now, what is that in Spanish, please? (laughs) Episodio numero 118. Oh, more words than I was expecting. (laughs) You've got to say it fast, but I say it slower so that Mm. people can understand. It is. It's it, it's good in my ears. Um, this is a section of the podcast where we will we will tell you what we've been up to. Uh, my favourite phrase um, so far of the day is uh, hashtag high quality trotters, which is uh, in relation to Laura's magnificent, or so she tells me, feat that we are hoping to uh, promote heavily on our. Fresh Perspective Only Fans page. Coming soon, so please... Yeah, if you've been listening to the last few podcasts, you will know what we've been rabble, rambling on about. But yeah, so I, have, I have beautiful feet. So please stay in touch. If you've got beautiful feet as well, send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn if you want to get involved in the hashtag high-quality trotters campaign. Okay, yeah, Tony set me a goal of... A, I need to make a £1,000 by selling photos of my high-quality trotters. So... <laughs> Tune in in a few weeks for an update. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Uh, you've been out and about this week, haven't you? I have. I've been out and about with my big check. What's what's that? So we've got a ginormous check. Um, How big is it? Um, probably the size of a desk. <laughs> I know what you did that about the flat and thing. <laughs> it depends on the size of the desk. It's 
ginormous, and you wipe, you write on it with a um, uh, whiteboard pen, oh, and then you can wipe Lord. it off. Okay. So I've got three charities to donate <laughs> the profits from the Freshies 22 to yeah. Anderson Centre, oh. Lagans Foundation, Bolton Lads and Girls Club. Uh, so I've been to see them all. Um, Emily came with me on some of them. Ooh, and we yeah. took our check, wrote on the donation amount. So we've donated £6,000 in total. Sugar plums. Sugar plum fairies. And uh, yeah, we've got, we've, got, we've got some PR for them to generate even more publicity for them and right. us and the Freshies. It's great. And Bolton Lads and Girls... What are the Freshies, Laura? Oh my God. They are our charity not-for-profit awards with a difference. Yes. So, if you've not heard of them, we are, we've just recently launched nominations for Freshies 2023. Yep. The event is on the 23rd of June, 2023. Beautiful. We're currently in the nomination round, so please check out our website, www.f for fresh, p for perspective-resourcing.co.uk. Uh, there's a section all about it there. You can get involved or check out our social media channels, links in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to get Yo. involved. You can even nominate yourself if you want and get other people people to nominate you as well absolutely and we want to raise an absolute barrel load of cash like six thousand pounds but Ooh, more yeah, than more. six thousand pounds for some brilliant charities if you'd like to get involved in sponsoring an event there's some stuff uh, that you can sponsor please reach out to laura or to vicky taylor or emily or oh, me if you i mean if you really any want the, to any of the or squad. any of the gang um there's some stuff that would obviously the more sponsorship we can get the more we can shout about your business and the more beans we can put in the charity coffers and give out more big checks. Yeah, because we probably spent around four or five grand. Yeah. So if we'd got sponsors, like, and it, we could have loads of sponsors that, that contribute a little bit, if we'd been able to give that four or five thousand to the charities, because the two thousand pound for the Anderson Centre is going to them getting adapted stand-up paddle boards so people oh. in wheelchairs can enjoy being on the water. Wow! So if we'd been able to give them twice as much money, that would would have been able to, been able to get exactly yeah and i just oh it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside when i find out where the money's gone Crikey. i didn't know you could get a paddle board for someone yeah, in, a, in, so a, in they, a wheelchair they put a chair on it's a, like a bigger one and they put a chair Heavy on though. it and it's fixed to it oh, no, and then they, so they can go out on the water that's well good We've oh, really, no. we've really gone off on a tangent we, here, we love being on the water and so yeah, yeah. and also Talking about being out and about my big check. Please. At Bolton Lads and Girls Club, me and Emily went, that was the one we've been to last. Yeah. And we only met Mr. Motivator outside. Wow. The one and only. What's his name, Keith? Well, I was like, is it Mr. Motivator? First name, Mr. Last name, Motivator. And he said, yeah. Did he? We, had, we got a selfie with him. Yes. Yeah, of course. Standard. Well, what was he doing at Bolton Lads and Girls Club? I think Club? he was doing something with them. There was a cameraman there and um, I think he'd been doing something with them. He's he's aged well. Oh my! He looks the same. It's like yeah. he's frozen in time. I need to know what his beauty regime is. He was on GMTV in the nineties, weren't he? Yeah, yeah. He does all the warm up for the Great North Run, you know, on does a massive, he? yeah, on oh. a like, massive scaffolding tower. Oh my god! Um, so sh yeah, shout out to the Bolton Lads and Girls Club and Legan Foundation and the gang at Anderson Centre. David, if you want to sponsor the podcast, please give me a shout. <laughs> we've got some. Um, we've had some sponsorship already from some great people. So thank you. Uh, but if you want to uh, get involved with the Freshies, then uh, please give us a shout. You've been to your favourite spa on planet Earth as well, haven't you? Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Contos Day Spa, shout out to them. Where's it's that, so, please? It's in Wheelton in yeah. Lancashire. It's and it's local. really easy to book in with. Like Not like some of the other spas, like, oh, I've got availability in about three months' time. Mm. 
They're only open in the day. I mean, the, you know, the name gives it away. And I don't know if they're open at <laughs> <laughs> the weekend. I just read it again. It does. So you have to take the afternoon off. Oh, but it was so nice. I felt, I felt like I really needed it. So when we had lunch... Me and my friend Stacey, who's also a kick-ass finance director. Is she? She has a business called Flourish Finance. Also won a Freshie Award. I didn't have anything to do with it, oh, so it wasn't yeah. fixed. But we went, we had lunch, uh, we had a massage, we had an hour's private use of the spa facilities, the hot tub outside with gorgeous views. Oh, just ace. Fantastic. And it really, taking time out of the business really gets my creative juices going. Does it? I come back with ideas. So me and Emily have had the, an idea. Yeah. You know, we've got the Recruitment Academy, which is an yeah. online digital course yeah. that teaches people how we recruit so mm. they can learn to do it themselves mm-hmm. so they can save money on their recruitment costs. Mm-hmm. So we're going live for the first time in a long time on LinkedIn on the 16th of November at 11.30 a.m. to, do you remember the recruitment rehab we used to do where we went live and we... Um, we helped people live on LinkedIn with their recruitment problems okay. and uh, job hunting problems. So yes. we're going live to talk about the struggles with recruitment at the moment, what we foresee being the major problems and challenges of 2023, and then giving you tips and advice to help solve them. That sounds bloody marvellous. Thank I, you I didn't so know, much. I didn't know you're welcome. I didn't know any of this information. This is, this is brand new information so that's this when, week. So yeah, Wednesday, well, yeah, next, so Wednesday, um, next Wednesday, the 16th. Um, oh, hang on. I think I'm free. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, yeah. I was just thinking, have I got it right? But I have got it right, so that's cool. I think I'm free. Uh, I, I can't add any value as regards uh, resolving recruitment conundrums um, as, a, as I'm head of broadcasting and entertainment, as we know. Um, you've been to Leeds as well. You've been across the uh, the Ooh, Pennines the for some networking. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a good... Yeah, what was that, please? It was, um, it was called The Social Games, and it's a new networking group that is... Um, has been created by a lady called Jen Bevan that I think Emily mentioned on the last podcast. Mm. Oh, but it was really good. I really enjoy certain types of networking. Like some networking, I know that people love different things. I don't like going to the same thing every week and it being the same people and you say the same things. And Got you. I feel like it's not really networking for me. It's just going and being with the same people. You get to chat to them before, you get to chat to them afterwards, but not during... Whereas I like the business network where you sit around a table and you all go around and you talk about a topic. You get to know people. And I love active networking. I feel like it really breaks the ice doing things with people, facing fears with people. And this one, it was at the Roxy Ballroom, of which they have them in Manchester. So you're playing games. So we played shuffleboard, pool, ping pong, beer pong. Were you? Whilst talking to people that you don't know, building relationships. It was, it was a really good idea and I enjoyed it a lot. Coming back from Leeds was hard work because they shut all the motorways in the at night, don't they, when they're doing work on it? I don't know, do they? And so and we didn't know where we were going. And oh, you'll have to come But then we got the tunes on and Cheryl was emceeing in the car. Was she? We had a proper little party on the way back. Fantastic. So it was good. What have you been up to? Um, I've been watching Hammer Celebrity. <gasps> oh, my God, it's back on, isn't it? I keep forgetting. Oh, it's so oh my awesome. God. I it's... need to write it down. Is it back in Oz? Uh, yes. It was in Wales, wasn't it? Because of, of like COVID and shiz. Yeah, with Matt Hancock and Chris Moyles, and there's lots of the Joy no. George. It's absolutely spectacular. Not that's that's the only thing I'm doing. I feel doing, like when we're on telly and the freshies are famous, that we can go on I'm a Celebrity. Okay, let's make a thousand pounds with our feet first, and then we'll give some consideration. Yeah, I think okay. so. How are, we, how are we getting on with the old uh, TV situation? Series? I need to get an update from her. She's been moving house, so she's been a bit distracted. The, the TV producer, so I need to catch up with her. Okay. Um, 
do you know what was I'm not, nothing I went I, I tell you what was weird I went back to Redwood Drive for a party which is where I used to live um, last week one of my friends uh, daughters was 16 I was like crikey oh, really? these kids are getting big man I mean my son is 16 uh, shout out to anyone who's got teenage kids um, and uh, it was just a bit weird to be back there but great to see all, all the old gang from Redwood um I met up with Deborah Blades last week as well. She's a fantastic human to be. She's awesome. She's a fantastic. Shout out Deborah Blades. Hey Rovers, if you want to sponsor the Fresh Perspective on Business podcast, Rovers. Ooh, let's ask Deborah. Give the shout. <laughs> um, what else has happened? There've been some fresh anniversaries. Oh yeah, we've got so many fresh anniversaries this month. Three. I think there's four. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of cake. We're gonna be fat. Jesus. Well, you know, we love cake. Uh, so. and, I, and I'm travelling to Surrey tonight. Uh, well, four o'clock, because it's Henry's birthday party weekend. Woo, Henry is my nephew. Woo. He's going to oh, be I like the name Henry. five years old, yeah. I like the name Henry. So, so um, that's that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to the 238-mile trip at 4pm as soon as my kids finish school. Oh, anyway. We'll have a lovely time. Thank you, will do. It'll be bloody marvellous. The trampoline park, trampoline door trampoline thing tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, baby, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the, I'm ready for the inflatables and the trampoline stuff. That's what I'm ready for. I tell you what, I'm also ready for. Talking about customer service and customer experience. Eh? Who? Yeah. Who is it ready to talk about booyaka, that? Booyaka, booyaka. That's what we're going to talk today. What is it? And how is it different? And how can you improve it? What is it? And how is it? How? What does it mean to you? And all that sort of good stuff. Because I, I talk to a lot of businesses and business people, business owners, and people often ask me, how, how, like, do I, you know, how do I deliver a, a good quality customer service? Do I know anyone that can help them improve the customer service? And then that gets me talking about what is the issues that you're having? What are the issues? Sorry, very bad grammar. Uh, what are the issues you're having with customer service and why do you want to improve it? Like, we just mm. want to know how to improve it. We really want to in, improve, um, like, employee and team productivity and efficiency. Mm. We, you know, we're wasting a lot of money on sickness and absence and we really want to know how to improve it. And for me, the answer to all those questions is the same thing. It's not necessarily about getting a consultancy in to help you with your customer service um, or what other people do to improve it. I mean, they're good things to look at, but the first thing I think everybody should look at because it's free and it's probably the one thing that will make the most difference is looking at your people and do you look after them? Do you value them? Do they know how important they are? Do they feel appreciated? Do they feel worthy? Are they happy um, in work, out of work? And do they feel looked after? Because if the answer to those questions is no, then your customer service is probably not going to be very good because they're, they're, they're feeling undervalued, underappreciated, just probably feel like they can't be asked. And they won't go the extra mile with the customers, Absolutely won't they? They'll not. forget stuff. They won't be as switched on. They won't have any Will passion. They? or no. They won't be proactive. They won't use their initiative. They won't think outside the box. They're just going to do the bare minimum and... Who mm. wants that? Who yeah. wants lackluster employees? Who lack wants a lackluster business? Who wants lackluster below par customer service? No one, really. Let me think. Yeah, no one. No one. No. Um, customer experience is a massive, massive thing. When we talk about customer service versus customer experience, I think people, I think the lines are blurred for some people, but I'm a massive, massive advocate on a really good customer experience. So I would class a customer experience 
of there's loads of different customer experiences aren't there so like the amazon customer experience for example you go on a website it's very transactional you it's it's quick it's effective the communication is good it's consistent it's consistent right but you can't get hold of them if if shit goes wrong. You're just talking to a computer, which is oh, fine. Oh, I found fine. it really good actually. Amazon customer yeah, service. You just talk to a computer, don't you? And you oh, just you go can through request that thing. a callback, and someone does ring oh, you quite oh, quickly. They? Yeah. Forgive me, Amazon. Sorry, Jeff. I've had to do it recently. I don't know if it's a new thing because my Elgato light thing that I ordered it didn't work, and I'm like, oh, I need to fix this. But I, I couldn't. I didn't have time to do the chat, so I just requested the callback, and they rang me back more or less immediately. Gave me some great information. Wonderful. Directed me to where I needed to go because I needed to contact the manufacturer. And I got it sorted. And then Elgato, shout, I think that's the company, that's definitely what my light is called. Oh my God, it, I was blown away. They were like, they didn't want me to send my faulty cable in. They just trusted that it was my cable and that I was having an issue. And it, they dealt with it fast. I got loads of updates, lots of positive communication. And my new cable works. So I messaged them saying, thank you so much. It works. I really appreciate it. Left them a review, told other people. That is a positive customer experience, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Excellent customer service, excellent customer experience. Yeah. Which are two, the two different things. Yeah, so customer experience is, is how you feel when you interact with that brand, whether, yeah. it, whether it be, you know, Blackburn Rovers, Nike, Marks and Spencers, what, you know, how, how, do, how do they make you feel? Amazon, all that sort of stuff. Um, how do they communicate with you? What's the tone? What's the, you know, the, 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 words that they're using when do they communicate how do they communicate how do they again how do they all make you feel customer service is like my lamp's gone wrong yeah what's happened to my lamp and, and it's how <clears throat> it's how that experience when something goes wrong is is how they deal with that and what i would say is a customer experience for example taxi a few weeks ago Outside oh Rivington Barn. That was a bad customer experience. That was a bad experience. Number one, and I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going to tell because they're, they're still gonna, or talking about giving me a refund. <laughs> but we booked a taxi for midnight. I had to ring them seven times. They said one was on its way. It wasn't. They always say that. It got there at half twelve, so thirty minutes late. They're given a quarter, fifteen quid, and it was twenty quid. So they were late. It were rude. It was rude, because I was joking. I'm like, oh, are we going to pay half price because you were half an hour late? And he shouted at me. He shouted. <laughs> so, that, so, so I, now I've, ke I've, kept, I've kept my counsel on that because I want to see how it plays out, but I certainly won't be using them again. It depends no. how, sh how, how loud I shout on social media or the review, what review they sort of get and how they play it, you know. Yeah. But um, that, was a bad, that was a bad experience. Yeah, I tell you, it's really shocking. HMRC, they have zero customer Do they service. care, though? No, but the people that work, they don't care. Do they not? Because I just feel like they're not looked after. Because, really, customer service is a tough job. Anyone who works in customer service deserves a medal. Because they're usually ringing up with an issue or a problem. No one ever rings up to say that things are going amazing. <laughs> <laughs> do they? No. So you know that you're going to be dealing with unhappy, upset, disgruntled, stressed. or 
bemused, puzzled customers. Yeah, or angry. Like, yeah, and yeah. so it's not a positive. You, you're, the positive is how you can change that situation, turn it around, and leave them smiling and feeling positive. 100%. And I feel like that that is what customer service should be. Yeah. They shouldn't be coming off the phone feeling worse, which you do when you deal with HMRC. And like the trains and Royal Mail at the moment. Oh, like, my God, Avanti West Coast. Oh, my God, it's, it's ridiculous. I've had a bad customer service, and I'm not even... <laughs> I wasn't even a customer of the, of the train last week and I had to take Pete to the airport because they cancelled the train. It's and so it's the, it's not it's a lack of consistency, lack of reliability. It's a bad experience. Well, that's all down to people, right? Less people are going to be using the trains. Less people are going to be using Royal Mail. I mean, we can't get away from using HMRC. I feel like if HMRC was an actual normal business and it had a comp- competitor, just one, They'd have to up the game. They've got no competition. They've got no, no need a, to raise the bar and offer better service because we can't go anywhere else. Arguably, the government have cornered the market there, haven't they? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Same with Royal Mail. Yeah. I know there's other couriers, but there's not really anyone that you would just send post with. You're not going to use a courier just to send a birthday card. Perhaps not. It would be quite expensive, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. How much is a stamp these days? I have no idea because I always buy a book. <laughs> Of stamps, not oh. a book. <laughs> do you? Buy a book oh, of stamps? Oh, do you know what, though? I get my stamps for free because Alan works for Royal Mail and, and that's how they give bonuses. <laughs> Just give Is bonus it? stamps. <laughs> what a shit bonus. <laughs> what if you've no letters to send or cards? Give them out as Christmas presents. Just Happy Christmas, it's all stamps. What a shit present. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a shitter present than a book of stamps? Send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn with What's your shit. What's the worst present you've What's ever been given? What's the worst present you've ever had? Because a book of stamps must be up there. If I got a book of stamps for a Christmas present, I got some hangers, some coat hangers from my mum a few years ago as a Christmas present. That was shit. Oh, that is shit. Yeah, it was shit. She, and she said she bought me that. Don't get me wrong, they were wood and they were good quality. She said, because I'm not giving her a list, but in mind. They're the kind of things you just buy yourself. You just buy. Like a gift should be something either you so wouldn't you buy do? yourself, you like a bit luxurious. Or a book of stamps. Or something that you really need, but not, no, not, not, a not really. But Emily, I said to Emily, what do you want for Camilla? I'm going off piece. I said, like, is there anything that you want for Christmas? She said, I really want a tumble dryer. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you've changed. <laughs> Wow. It, I mean, it's testament to their disposable income if they can afford a tumble dryer. Well, I think that's they, why they need one, because they've not got the disposable income to buy one. Because nursery fees, man, wow. To run one. I watch it. Also not great at customer service. Nursery. Your child's ill, but you still need to pay. Come and get your child. We think they might be ill, but you still need to pay. Don't bring your child, because it might be ill, but you still need to pay. Yeah, that's it's the industry, so though. Brutal, not, though. Yeah. But I'm like, you're not using the service, but you still have to pay. Yeah, you've got that slot, haven't you? Mm, you've got that yeah. slot. And they just don't give any shits. Um, no, I don't mean about the children. I mean, it's just, there's no, it's not, I think because it's just the way things are, they lack empathy, especially with new mums and dads bringing their children to nursery for the first time. They're getting, babies are getting sick because they're coming to nursery for the first time. It's a new experience and I feel like they lack the empathy because, and the compassion to explain things in a, in a nicer way. During lockdown. Remember lockdown? Oh, I'm trying to forget about lockdown. <laughs> during, during lockdown, my sister who lives in Surrey, Henry Lubbin at nursery, and they still had to pay 50% of the fees, even though <gasps> they were locked down. Holy just to moly. keep the place. I mean, who's going to steal it in lockdown? 
in demand, aren't they? Not in lockdown. No, but if they lose a place, someone else yeah, will come in. Yeah, I know, because you know I mean? like so Emily's thinking to save money at the moment, because everything's going up in you know, in mortgage and stuff like that. Um, Inflation. She's going to drop a day, because my dad will have it. Like, my dad really wants to look after it every week for at least one day. Oh. Um, they alternate, my mum and my dad at the moment, because they both want her. She's in nursery two days. And... Um, if she drops a day to save some money at the moment, she's worried that she won't be able to increase it when she wants to do four days a week at work. I'm like, oh, what a conundrum. Mm, that's tricky. But yeah, customer service, I feel like it's not hard to get it right. You've got to hire the right people into your customer service team. Wink, wink, wink. If you need someone to help you with that, you know where to come. Fresh perspective, recruitment business with a difference. <laughs> But because you wow. need to hire, you can't just hire anybody that can answer the phone. They've got to be empathetic, kind, patient, patient, calm in the face of adversity. Don't rise to aggy people. Yeah, I'd be no good in customer service. Me neither. No, no I just get too aggy back. I'm like, listen, oh, bitch, not my off. fault. I don't know what the. Fucking, I didn't send you out a faulty cable. I don't know what the crack is with your cable. I'm not even the manufacturer. Just cool your jets. I'll sort <laughs> it for you. My fault. The trees in your garden are too tall. Your Wi-Fi shit. <laughs> That's me. Um, uh, but no, I couldn't do it. It takes a certain kind of person. So you need to, A, make sure you're hiring the right people into that team. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. make sure you're looking after those people almost more so than you would look after the other members in your business because of who they're dealing with, what irate and challenging situations they're dealing with. And it also depends on what your product or service is as to how upset people might be. If you work in a funeral parlor, for example, people are going to be upset all the time. So they need higher the levels line. of empathy. They're on the front line, aren't so they? Not all, yeah, not only do you need to look after your team in terms of making them feel valued and worthy and important, etc., but also their emotional, physical and mental well-being, especially if they're in customer service Wowzer. because they're going to be dealing with people that are rude to them all the time. That will chip away at someone's positivity. It will potentially impact their mental health and their emotional well-being. I agree with you. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, they're in a high-octane... They're high, in a high-octane position, aren't they? It's not... The majority of calls will be disgruntled, struck, unhappy calls. One yeah. at the other end of the at the other end of the phone, yeah. And they got have they got to have a certain level of resilience to cope with that first 30, Absolutely. 60, 90 second barrage of unhappiness. Yeah, and if there's nothing they can do to solve the situation, it's going to get a load of shit back. And and it's not it's not necessarily the customer's fault because they 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 don't mean to direct it at the customer service agent. They're just frustrated. They're just aren't frustrated they? at this. That's what's happened. But mm. that's the person that's dealing with it. So it's just thinking about it in a deeper way. Customer service isn't something that you can fix quickly by getting a consultant in. Look at these issues first, and then if your customer service is still lacking, then look at getting the, the experts in to help you improve your processes, improve your strategy, and, um, and the systems that you're using and any internal SLAs. There's loads of things that you can do. But looking after your people, they will look after your customers, and then everybody wins. Yep. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to just go straight into topic after that. But no, no, you're, abs you're absolutely right. And you must, you must, you must always get feedback from your staff, always get feedback from your customers with regards to what that process looked like and improve it. Continuous improvement, whether it's a month, whether it's every week, because... Yeah, we're always learning, aren't we? Oh, we're always learning. And feedback really helps you learn. It's not always easy to take, especially if it's negative or constructive. But once you've processed that, you've got over it, that is the, that's the good stuff. That's your golden goose of information. And if it means you can improve your process, yeah. which is better, you can be for, better. For the clients going forward, then you're just gonna have to suck it up, baby. Because what do you do, Tony? You win or you learn. Win or learn, John Kavanagh. Shout out, John Kavanagh. <laughs> he won't be listening. 
Oh. You won't be listening. Um, yeah, you either win or learn. Absolutely. I think, I think, I think. I've, I'm done. I do yeah, a got massive off my key points. Customer experience is a massive thing. I say it all the time. Like regardless of where I go, like when I walk into places, restaurant, how they greet you, what the what they're wearing, what they like, how's it, it, yeah, how's it smell, how do they take you to the table, what's the weight? I like I'm always I'm always thinking about all this sort of stuff because it's important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, first impressions it make you feel a certain way and it's very hard to overcome them. So any kind of customer service, not it might not. Just, it, we've talked a lot about customer service on the phone, but customer service, like you say, is in leisure and retail. It's anywhere you go yeah. into somewhere. In, yeah. the, in the podcast studio yeah. with the guys at Creative Individuals, they always make us feel welcome. There's always a smile on a face. There's always a coffee. The sweets, always water there's here. There's always for sweets us. and water. We have a good exp- we have a good experience. Which here, is don't why we? we come back week and, after week. And we always shout about how, but they, we always shout about them on the podcast. Yes, we do. This has been episode 118 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for getting all the way to the end. If you'd like to follow us, you can do. If you'd like to leave a review, you can do. But I'd like it to be five stars because I feel, and Laura feels, it's probably worthy of five stars. If you've not got a five-star review and it's a four, maybe send it in and we'll have a chat. (laughs) Yeah, we'd like the feedback first, please, before you leave the review if it's not five. (laughs) Uh, We can slide effortlessly. Let me start that again. Effortlessly. I can't even say it. (laughs) We can slide seamlessly into into your podcast platform of choice every week, whether that be Spotify, whether it be iTunes, or whether it be SoundCloud. Uh, And you can check out more bits and pieces about Fresh Perspective on a myriad of social media platforms, whether it be Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. I'm too young for old old TikTok. Or YouTube. (laughs) But but more... You wish. More, oh, I do wish. But moreover, all over LinkedIn. Please check them out. Uh, The website is fp-resourcing.co.uk. Freshies... Uh, recruitment LinkedIn, Academy Recruitment Academy LinkedIn Live on the 16th of November nominations sponsorship if you want to sponsor the podcast and why would you not you can get to gazillions and millions of not millions of people uh, please drop Vicky Taylor a oh message oh my god yeah and it'll all go towards your CSR initiatives on your LinkedIn or yeah uh, I think Tony's malfunctioning. I'm, I'm, I'm shutting down. I, I can feel myself shutting down. Um, thank you very much for, li- for <laughs> Thank it. you very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.